Hello everyone and welcome back to the Underground Messhoff and Mikhail here. As of Monday, May 9th, 2022, Nikola Jokic was named the NBA regular season MVP. This came as a shock to many, as many people thought Joel Embiid would win it this year. I want to dive into this discussion, as now that the vote counts have come out, I have some questions for how this year went. Before we get started, I want to be upfront. I personally believe that Embiid should have won the MVP. With that said, I also believe that had Embiid won, we could be having the same exact conversation about Jokic. So, while I'm going to be leaning more in favor of Embiid, both had a very strong season for the MVP race and how close it looked. With that said, let's get into the numbers. Starting off with Jokic, we're going to start with last year's numbers. So, for the 2020-2021 season in which he won the NBA MVP, he averaged 26.4 points on 10.8 rebounds and 8.3 assists, playing 72 games with a PER of 31.36. Nothing to scoff at. This year, he averaged 27.1 points on 13.8 rebounds and 7.9 assists. So his points slightly went up, his rebounds definitely went up, and his assists dipped a little. Now, he also played 74 games with a PER of 32.94. Now, one of the reasons why his numbers went up a little bit was because he was missing Porter and Murray for a good chunk of the season, yet it's still impressive that he was able to accomplish these numbers. He also got his team to the playoffs, albeit they were a sixth seed. Now switching over to Embiid. So, last year, his 2020-2021 numbers, he averaged 28.5 points on 10.6 rebounds with 2.8 assists, playing 51 games with a PER of 30.32. Not bad at all, but then when we get to this season, he averaged 30.6 points a game on 11.7 rebounds and 4.2 assists. He really improved himself this season while playing 68 games with a PER of 31.24. That's really impressive, especially for the leap from last year and playing what was it, about 17 more games. Some other things to keep in mind with this season too, he's been extremely patient with the whole Ben Simmons drama, and so we're not going to go any more into that. He also had to deal with Harden's kind of underwhelming play after being traded to the 76ers, and he also answered the question that he can't complete a season for the most part and stay healthy. He also got his team to the playoffs, and they were a fourth seed. So, after laying out the numbers, last year, Jokic definitely had an edge over Embiid, especially when you consider, you know, the games played, he definitely had a lot more and was a little bit more rounded player. However, when we look at the numbers this year, we can see that it was way closer between these two players, and while they have different playing styles, you can see how it was much closer. What strikes me as odd is that when you remove the playoff performances, both of these guys looked like they were playing amazing. It was hard to tell who was actually going to be the MVP this season, and then the vote tally came out. So, here was the vote tally, at least between Jokic and Embiid. So, Jokic had 65 first-place votes, 27 second-place votes, and 6 third-place votes, with a total score of 875 points. Embiid had first-place votes of 26, 2nd, 39, 3rd, 34, with a score of 706 points. 
So a 169-point spread. You know, relatively close compared to last year, but I want to focus on the first-place vote. I find it hard to believe that this was such a close race, especially with just the eye test of just looking at these guys play, that such a divide with the first-place votes occurred. I don't know the answer to how this happened. And normally I would have some semblance or a good idea of what led to the votes breaking down that way, especially with the first place. But I really don't. I can't say it's the numbers because they had very good numbers for the teams that they play on and for the roles that they are. But at the same time, when you look at the context, you know, you can't really put one over the other, you know. Jokic had to deal with missing Porter and Murray, whereas Embiid had to deal with Ben Simmons and then had to deal with Harden being a bit underwhelming. And so the only other two things I can think of is, okay, look at the seeding. Jokic got his team to a sixth seed, Embiid got his team to a fourth seed. So in my mind, that would put Embiid a bit above Jokic. And then... Compared with Jokic, who won it last year, and I don't want to really bring it up, but one of Embiid's biggest things is that he has this narrative of that he can't stay healthy for a full season. But we just saw he had these MVP numbers on 17 more games and got his team as a fourth seed and stayed healthy up until the playoffs where, you know, he got beat all up. So in my mind, I think that would have pushed Embiid a bit over the edge. Now, again, I can't really figure out what it is. You know, it can't really be the PER. They're very comparable PERs. So I don't know what other analytics that these voters may have been using or what else that they were using to make this determination. In my mind, I still think Embiid should have won it, but both these guys were deserving. And congratulations to Jokic for winning back-to-back MVPs. But hopefully this isn't a trend where the eye test and these numbers and these people make big leaps season to season, but they don't win. You know, I I don't know a better way to describe it, but it just seemed very odd. But with that said, hopefully Embiid will get these numbers again next year and maybe we'll win it finally. But again, we'll have to wait and see. With that said... This has been a Bandolier Core production. Finn McHale, signing out.